welcome back everyone to an inspirational moment from historical Christian romance novels. This week is a little bit different. I don't have an inspirational moment to share with you, but rather an inspirational interview. Many of you know that Julie Lessman just released her newest book, A Dare and a Prayer, on October 1st, and I had the opportunity this past week to sit down and interview her and just talk a little bit about how readers are reacting to her book. If you ever get the opportunity to meet Julie, you will soon realize that she is an amazing woman of God, full of inspirational stories herself that she packs into her novels. And so today I am going to have you listen to that interview with her. But before we dig into that, I just wanted to remind you that Julie is donating a portion of her proceeds from the sales of A Dare and a Prayer to Project Eden, which is a home down in the Philippines that gives a safe harbor, safe place for women and children who have been trapped in human trafficking, a place to recover uh, as they kind of get back on their feet again. And then in addition to that, my company, Literary Escape, will also be donating a dollar for every book sold in October for A Dare and a Prayer to Destiny's Rescue, which is another uh, company, or I would say company, but a group that works to go in and rescue women and children from human slave trafficking and then also provides that home, that safe place for them to recover. Now, I say that because tomorrow is the last day of October. So if you would like your purchase of a dare and a prayer to also provide funds to either one of these organizations, then please be sure to get your copy ordered before midnight tomorrow. All right, enough of that. Let's jump into the interview with Julie Lessman. Well, I'm excited to connect with you again, Julie, especially right after your newest book launch with A Dare and a Prayer. And I have to ask, what was your hope or desire for your readers as you worked on A Dare and a Prayer? Wow. I mean, without question, it was the tra- the theme of trafficking, child trafficking. Um, I, I I didn't really expect to go there. I mean, this is a romance. <laughs> And the, and the hero is kind of a funny character. So, I mean, it's kind of a lighthearted book. So when when this, it was, it was actually God that told me I had to do it. I, I, I was not even contemplating doing a serious subject like that. But I was in the middle of it. I was in the middle of writing a scene. I mean, I was a good part of the way through the book. And all of a sudden, you know, in the scene where this little girl is supposed to run, you know, she's run through the streets, you know, and she mm-hmm. just runs into his legs. I, I only put was going to put that in there to show how he picks her up and, and what a s- tender heart he has. Mm-hmm. But when I was writing it, it's like I all of a sudden my mind's eye, I saw this this evil looking guy chasing this little girl. And it's I felt like God said, this is your theme. It's going to be child trafficking. And I'm going, this is World War II. <laughs> I mean, I know it's prevalent today, okay, but I, I didn't think it was back then. And the other thing was, um, it's a Japanese uh, internment camp. And in my head, I thought Japanese were always pretty, you know, they were very family-oriented, very noble. And and, and so I, I kind of bucked and thought, 
key of romance with a child trafficking team. That God, that doesn't sound like it's going to fly. <laughs> but um, he would not let me go. I had to do it. And um, and then while I was writing the book, I saw Sound of Freedom. I don't know if you've seen that book or not. That, I that haven't, but I, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, it's uh, Jim Caviezel, and um, it was actually finished like five or six years ago. Um, but Disney owned the rights to it and would not release it. And they did that on purpose. They didn't want to release it. And Hollywood pretty much closed the door in these people's faces everywhere around. They were just trying to get, you know, break it, you know. <laughs> and so they went into crowdfunding and they got it out on their own. And wow, <laughs> I think it's made well over 200 million by now. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just a powerful movie. And that really impacted me because, you know, I mean, Melissa, we hear about child trafficking for a couple of years now. We've heard about it, you know, mm -hmm. but you hear so much that it, you almost become numb to it. You don't think about it. And that movie brought it front and center again. Mm -hmm. And that was like a confirmation to me that what I was doing was, was right. You know, yeah. after I saw that movie, I went, yes, this is what he wants me to do. So back to your question, I, I, I wanted to jolt people and make them aware of the, this is just a heinous tragedy that's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's really prevalent. And it was prevalent in World War II. It's been going on. <laughs> for centuries, okay, but it's yeah. really coming to the foreground now. And I am, ho and I, and I did, um, you know, in a small way, I think I did shine some light out because I got a number of people say to me, you know, I didn't really focus on this until this book, and and that made mm -hmm. me realize. And they said it was difficult to read, but they thought I did a decent job. So I mean, you know, that's kind of what I was hoping to accomplish. Yeah. And I, I think I did to a degree. I would agree. I thought you, I, I have to admit, it made me nervous. And maybe the reason why it makes me nervous is, <laughs> uh, it, it did, but you did a great job. Uh, as an educator, at least in Indiana, we're required every two years to be trained to notice signs of oh, wow. um, child or human trafficking. Okay. Uh, and so the training I went through for that was just, it left me through every gamut of emotion you can imagine. This, like the anger that Henry has, um, I felt that like no way is someone hurting these kids like this, right? And that, uh, and then just the heartbreak that Amy has for the in the whole through the whole situation, and this desire to get in there and save them, but yet we don't have the avenues to actually just go in and take them and keep them. You know what I mean? No. Um, no. So, uh, so from my perspective, you know, having had gone through that training, I was nervous to read it because I thought, is this going to be too emotional for me yeah. to handle? But you did it uh, so beautifully. I, I It was really great. Um, so, uh, and you captured, I just, that's what I was trying to say. You just captured the emotions so well for someone who is in the mix and sees it and wants to stop it, but yeah. has to go through all these avenues to get it done. So yeah. um, well, it opened, I thought you did a great job. It, it, what, it did so many things. I mean, it opened mm -hmm. me up to Henry in a way that, and the reader, hopefully, that, you know, I mean, 
he's either Romeo in a hot chat and he doesn't think about things like this. Mm-hmm. And doesn't have, he has time for women, but I don't think of him as having time for kids. And it just mm-hmm. uh, it just created him for me in, in such a wonderful way, you know, that I. Yeah, I really, it gave, really gave him a, depth. You what? I think it gave him real depth. Oh my you know? gosh. And, and I always worry when I do a whole span of a novel like that, and you take somebody like Henry, who is so uh, far from God. <laughs> and, you know, I, 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 you want to stay true to his personality, but you also, you know, you don't want to do it too fast, the conversion too fast, because that turns me off. I mean, mm-hmm. the conversion can be fast, I think, with women. I don't think it is with men. I, I, I could be wrong. But um, and I just I was worried that all of a sudden the turnaround he made a re- he makes a real turnaround in the end you know more so than Bren in the prior book mm-hmm. and um, I thought that was uh, I hope I worried that that would be too fast but but then I I realized and I talked to some people and they said well what he went through I mean you know well losing somebody that he really cared about and then the the drama of what he saw with the child trafficking is enough really to push anybody to God, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no, I would agree. And the way you wrote it, like God maneuvered his circumstances to run into those girls again. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I worried that yeah. that would be too coincidental. I like to make things, they have to be real. Like Keith and I, we watch, <laughs> we watch these different series and stuff. And if it's not believable, I just sit there and I go, oh, yeah, right. Like that said, it, and I, I pick it up. He gets tired of it because I don't want anything to be phony. I want it to be real and believable. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, meeting them again. Yeah, that's but I hope I threw you off the track enough that maybe it, it was a surprise, you know. I didn't see it coming. But as you're reading, as he's. um going into that place and all the, I don't, I say slimy stuff that's happening. Yeah. I'm screaming like, get out, get out. Yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. you realize the importance of why he's there. Yeah. Um, and so. you know, the whole island situation, I did that before I realized, believe it or not, about Epstein's island. I mean, I didn't realize it, but that was what I was creating when, when, mm-hmm. I, when I wrote that. So. Anyway, that is God in complete control of your writing, isn't it? <laughs> I, I'll tell you, he was this book. <laughs> no question about it. <laughs> oh. So how have your readers received Henry's story? I mean, have you gotten a lot of feedback? I have. I have. Um, I, I think mostly well, you know, um, I have a 4.7 rating on Amazon with 62 reviews and a 4.7 on Goodreads, which is hard to do. Usually the Goodreads number is much lower because people mm-hmm. they feel like they can be more honest on goodreads and they'll give yeah. it and but it's i got 4.7 on both of them so that's um i'm that's really, awesome. really thrilled about that um the only i only got one negative review i mean believe it or not uh wow. it's a two star and um it's a reader who felt the book focused more on men going after women and not being able to control their desires and I mean, I'm guessing this is a new reader um, because uh, she's unaware of my passion with a purpose style of writing. I mean, I that's what I'm out there for. 
to 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 have. I mean, and and if you're in World War Two and all these guys and they haven't seen women and you know, yeah, they're men. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so and 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 I think in today's society, it's so tough. Morality and purity is so tough. You know that mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to show. And and she did not like that at all. And even though I have a note, a real big note, all caps on all my Amazon pages that says, note, this book is a sweet inspirational with a higher level of romantic passion. And let me tell you, Melissa, I am so glad I put that on there for my ever since Isle of Hope, because it's. It's gotten the wrong people from reading my books, you know. I mean, yeah. they, they, I want to warn them. They're not going to like it if they don't like that type of thing. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, so that that has been really, um, it's been received pretty well, I think. You know, I was worried in the beginning because a lot of my diehard bloggers that review mm-hmm. my books, a couple of them that have never given me a four star in my life. I mean, they've read every one of my books and given me mm-hmm. a five star gave me four stars and I started seeing that and I thought, Hmm, I wonder what that's all about. So anyway, but I, so I think that seems to have changed now. It looks like five stars are really rolling in a lot more. So I'm grateful. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, I don't do a, on our blog, we do lassos and we do three lassos. So, <laughs> but I right. gave you five out of three lassos. Well, yes. <laughs> so good to me because you I think you've done that on most of my books haven't you <laughs> I have but I have to admit you're you're one of my favorite authors so <laughs> I might be a little biased I don't know <laughs> I appreciate that I really do well but I'm one of those that I used to read the secular romances me too not not the real I say raunchy not not no, those no. but you know kind of the I, I just I need the romance mm-hmm. I need it and uh, it's rare to, f- yeah. yeah, and it's so rare to find it and have it clean because I have stopped reading the secular because it just leaves you feeling dirty. Yeah. And you just feel like God was saying, enough of this. You he need did. to. He did. Yeah. And I, I, like you, I don't, I don't say that a lot to people because I have, I know more of my Christian friends and authors that read secular. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't say that a lot, but God told me, I mean, it was pretty point blank. You know, I was reading Nora Roberts and things like that. And I don't Mm -hmm. think she's really super. She is somewhat graphic, but I didn't like I didn't like that part of it. I wanted God and I wanted passion, you know, and um, so but I knew I had to stop. So I went to the Christian market and you've heard me say this before, and Mm -hmm. I could not find it. I could not find what I was looking for, that passion that's real. You know, I mean, the whole world is, I mean, look at our world. It's run by sex and stuff like that. And if you're going to put your head in the sand and ignore it as a Christian, you're you're deceiving yourself. I mean, we have to learn how to deal with it and how to uh, put God first. And, um, you know, I just don't, that's what I'm looking for. And I, I didn't see that mm-hmm. a lot when I came into the Christian market. There is more now. Um, but... Yeah, I, I found a few others that do well, but I'll be honest, and maybe I just haven't explored enough in the genre, but I haven't found anyone that puts it in like you. So, oh, thank you. so thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so I, I also am really curious because I love all of your books on the O'Connor family. Will there be more for the O'Connor family or do you feel like this is going to be it? 
Oh, no, no. I, well, when I went into the Cousins O'Connor, my whole concept was, now, now there are 28 cousins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously, I'm not going to do them all. But mm-hmm. the ones that we know, like we knew Henry and Hope, okay? Yeah. I mean, we were exposed to them, you know. Um, and, and then, of course, Colin and Face, three girls. Um, so I, and then even, even Lizzie and Brady's first three. Okay. I'm kind of thinking, I, I, I mean, I know that I will do Colin and Faith and I probably will do, you know, go on just a little bit. I love Luke and, and but they've got eight. I know. <laughs> eight kids. Um, so I'll probably do, yeah, I probably will do like the first three of each of them. And I'm trying to do it in chronological order. Um, because, like, for instance, Henry and Hope, you, you got to see um, in, in these books, you got to see uh, uh, Winnie and Julia, which are the two younger mm-hmm. sisters. And I just don't, I'm not crazy about Winnie. And I have to be, I'm an emotional writer, Melissa. I have to mm-hmm. be passionate about what I'm writing. And if I just kind of feel ho-hum about it. I I don't want to go there, you know. So yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll do Julia and you know next uh, Julia and Winnie next, um, or maybe I'll just move to Faith and Colin. But as far as you know, I, I mean, I'm, there's lots of O'Connors down the road here coming, and especially with the Christmas novels. You know, I had hoped to do one every Christian novellas, uh, <laughs> Christmas Christmas novellas. Excuse me, I had hoped to do one like every year, and I did up until last year. Uh, I have two more to do. I have to do Stephen and Annie and I have to do Gabe and, and um, Alex, you know. And then, so what I'm going to do is in the next couple of years, I'm going to get them in there and then I'm going to do one final Marcy Patrick Christmas novella. And I'm going to put them all together in an anthology. It'll be the O'Connor Christmas anthology. And you'll start with, you know, you'll have a Christmas story for each of the couples and it'll end with Marcy and Patrick. So that's That'll probably be the, you know, that's, so that's there too. So yeah, lots of O'Connors coming. Okay. You know? Good to know. It's hard to put them down once you fall in love with them. So. Well, I, I really do like, <laughs> I do. Uh, so can you give us a little insight then? You kind of already did actually a little bit on uh, what your next book might be for your readers. Well, actually, I mean, this is going to surprise you, I think. Um, I have never been at a point in my 15 years of writing where I didn't know what I was going to write next. I have always known because my books are such that I can springboard off of what I get to love somebody in a book and then I want to do a book on them. And that's that's kind of what it's been all along. Um, But I'm. I'm stymied. I told my husband, I actually kind of went into a little mini depression, not not depression, but I mean, a malaise because I go, gosh, Keith, I, for the first time in my life in 15 years, I don't, I don't know what to write next because I, I have to have passion and I'm toying mm-hmm. with all kinds of, I just told you, I'm toying with some of those things. Yeah. My Silver Lining Ranch series, there's a final book in that, that I, I just am dragging my feet on, you know, I, I've already got the story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I already know what I'm going to do. It's the last sister and she's kind of a tomboy. And and you read all those. So, you know, yes. you know, the couple, the twins that, uh, OK, yep. I was going to bring both of them back for Dash, the, the brother and then the, the young tomboy sister and just do one story with them. But I'm just not motivated. 
So I don't know about that. And the other thing I was thinking of is I kind of, a long time ago, I came up with this idea about doing a story in Charleston, South Carolina, right after the Civil War. And and it's 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 going to be this kind of um, this woman who is she's very classy, kind of a lot like. Have you read my Heart of San Francisco series? Yes. Uh huh. Okay, Caitlin. She's just she was just a very kind, loving, uh, mature, uh, beautiful person. Older, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. thinking of doing that with a woman who is the head mistress of a of the top school for girls on the East Coast. Because back right after the Civil War, there was a lot of that in Charleston where schools were starting up and stuff like that. And then the, 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 not the sheriff, but the police chief would be her love interest. So it would, it would start out, which is unusual for me, start out with a middle-aged, middle-aged, late 30s, yeah, older couple. And that would be their story. But then she's got all these teachers in her school. And I could do stories with that, too. And she's got a real wicked past. Ooh. <laughs> um, it's, it is a little bit tied in with trafficking, believe it or not. So anyway, I'm thinking of that. And that's called a candle in the dark. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I do have my devotional that God told me to write last year. Mm-hmm. And I got halfway through it. And. I just wanted to start Henry's story so bad. And so God gave me the go ahead on that. But now I feel kind of like the fact that I don't know what to do and where to go is him kind of both my daughter and my husband confirmed that. They said, he wants you to finish that devotional, Julie, and you're just dragging your feet. And I go, I am. I don't like nonfiction, even though I utilize it. It's a novel devotional. I utilize Mm -hmm. scenes where I teach my characters lessons that I have learned. And so the devotional is going to be the lesson I learned, how I learned it. And then it's going to be the scene where I teach them. Um, And that nonfiction part is just, it just dragged my feet. Yeah. But I have to say, as you were starting to say, I I just don't know where to go. I I knew you were working on that. And my brain, I also had the thought, Maybe you need to finish that, and then you can get back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And Keith says he was just telling me the other day. He says, "Julie says you're you're so good with like videos." He says, "You," he says, "You know," and you're so good with telling people what how you applied God principles in your life. He Mm -hmm. says, "I can see you just doing these little videos based on that devotional." Oh, you know, where where you like read a little scene, you talk about what happened to you, and then you read the scene. Mm And, um, you know, so I will probably do that once I get the devotional. So that's, um, this is terrible to say, I love Henry so much. And I love that story so much that I'm rereading it right now. And, I, <laughs> and I'm finding lots of things that I need to correct, like like typos and stuff like that. So um, that's good. But after I'm done with Henry's story, and I'm halfway through right now reading it, um, I, I am going to start the devotional. And so for me that I get excited about it because I'm I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I will definitely do that for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone else and give us a rating on your favorite podcast platform and a follow that really helps us spread the word and share these great messages that we have for you and readers like you. Until next time, happy and blessed reading. 
Thank you for tuning in to my inspirational moment from historical Christian romance novels. I hope you were inspired to pursue God just as he pursues you, for he wants none of his children to perish, but rather he wants you to spend eternity with him in heaven. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I invite you today to join your brothers and sisters in Christ and secure your spot in heaven. God bless and see you next time.